0: there, and welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us, join us on Twitch from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday nights. I'm Paige Lightman. And I'm the DM of this group. I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond, a peaceful pastoral land of half-elves. Our heroes are part of the Foresters, elite scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglarond's borders, particularly against the evil fascist nation of Thay. Currently, our heroes are heading out from Fortress Glarendar into the mountains. So let's meet our heroes. We have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch night fighter played by Ron Frankie.
1: On to the next challenge.
0: We have Wildfire, a fire genasi evoker played by Joe Streaky. I have this many hit points. You only need that. You only need the one. You, you only, only need, need the one, it's fine. We have Ross, a lizard folk totem barbarian Played by Coda of Kodab Games. Hello, everyone. Then we have Mira, a Water Genasi Circle of the Land Druid, a Seamount Druid. Played by Dr. Andrew
2: Wong. We are going to get eaten alive out there. (laughs) Is that your
0: professional biological opinion?
2: Absolutely.
0: And last but not least, the heart and soul of the team, the the hero who always has a wall beside them, Silvio, a satyr college of eloquence bard, played by Ben Heisler.
3: Bonjour! I do not know what all of you are talking about. I have all forty thousand of my hit points.
0: I think that makes you the tank.
3: As long as there is a wall nearby, ah oui, I will, I will stand tall and fierce for my comrades.
0: So previously on Feats and Fables, <laughs> Victor had led the team in a desperate defense of Fortress Glarendar while Wildfire chatted with an old friend in the afterlife. Eventually the forces of Aglaron eked out a pyrrhic victory that leaves some dear friends in grave condition and others dead. The team, after a heated discussion, decided to leave Fortress Glarendar in the middle of the night, despite their extremely tattered state, to forestall any further Thayan attacks.
4: I still think it's a good idea, personally. So, Yes.
1: I mean, you know. To- Come, let, let us away. There's a cozy copse of trees just two to three hours um, to the north that's got our name on it. Mm-hmm.
5: So Ross is going to approach this beast of burden uh wearily as he still does not entirely trust these horses.
0: To be fair the uh the horses don't really trust you either. Uh
5: but he will h- hitch up the the um Shift the stretcher that currently his uh, goose is laying on, and will make sure that it is secured and not going to cause undue distress.
0: She is anxious and wiggly trying to get out of it.
5: And
6: uh, no, you need to rest tonight, you
5: are hurt. So stay, and I'll kind of strap her down just securely enough. I mean, I'm, I can't acid proof any of it, so.
0: Fair, fair. The, uh, the Blackguard Drake seems to settle down a little bit, but uh, you can tell that is a limited time option. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here. So we get on horses and we head uh, probably, what, roughly northwest along the watch wall?
4: Yeah, I mean, I've acquired all of our travel gear, climbing, some climbing kits, some adventurous kits, enough food for our travels, and it's all in the bag of holdings, So I
0: think we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you're already arrived. out of the force uh, or out of the fortress. My question is, are you cutting straight across the uh, grasslands to the Shivar path going directly north? Or are you going to go kind of northeast along the watch wall and by Umbergoth to get to the Shivar pass? Uh,
1: I think we'll be less likely to be detected if we go cross country. I believe the plains is relatively um, easy going.
2: Mira is going to pull out the, the map book.
1: I take the map book out and hand it to Mira.
2: Consult it. She's going to be like, "You would think that," but she's going to examine the uh, the latest information.
0: All right, what are you what are you trying to to learn or find out or determine?
2: I am trying to find out the so. I'm trying to f- uh, discern what the path that will not get us killed is. <laughs> so, Ooh, that, very nice.
0: That is a really difficult fitness program or fitness function <laughs> to program into the AI here. Yes. So uh, there's there's a lot of like I can't give you information about which path is less likely to get you killed. Uh, that is just not not how that works. But I the book can give you some pros and cons of various paths. Of it paths if you head directly north through the grasslands it's a little faster right. uh, the terrain is smoother so it's less difficult on the horses uh, but you're out literally in the middle of nowhere um, and it's not just grasslands it's grass and copses of trees kind of mixed in together um, however if you go to the northeast along the watch wall you're literally walking right next to a wall that's like 50 foot high, maybe 40 foot high and 10 feet wide. And every quarter mile, it's got a little encampment of foresters on it watching, uh, making sure nothing comes in out of the Umber Marshes, like a zombie army from Thay. So you have sort of forester support if you head along the watch wall, then you can go across the foothills of Umbergoth into the uh, Shai'bar Pass. The foothills are rougher terrain, the watch wall is all very smooth terrain, uh, but the foothills are rougher terrain, so it's a little harder on the horses, takes a little longer. On the other hand, it, you know, not a whole lot of people live in those mountains. There's occasionally foresters and farmers and who knows what herders out in the grasslands, which are pretty far from the next town of any real size.
2: So if we stuck near the watch wall for most of the trip, how... What fraction of the trip could we spend near the Watch Wall?
0: Mm, somewhere between a third and a half.
2: How much faster
4: is it to go by the grasslands than to get go directly than go along the Watch Wall?
0: So if you go directly through the grasslands, it'll probably be uh, four days travel. If you go along the Watch Wall and along the Umbergoth, it'd probably be like six days travel.
1: How much harder will be will we be to find if we take one of many paths through the plains as opposed to sticking reliably close to the watch wall?
0: That that is a rhetorical question. I assume.
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
2: So, but on the other hand, given how many days this is, if we can catch a long rest, relatively near the watch wall, on the first night, then we'll be in much better shape to face the rest of this journey. I agree with Mira. Perhaps if we ride out to one of the encampments
6: along the wall, then from there head across the plains to the pass.
2: That seems like a reasonable compromise. If
1: if the Thayans find us before we long rest, they'll kill us. Our goal should be to long rest, the place they're least likely to find us.
6: are they more likely to find us at one of the camps than out in the open?
1: I guess that's the question. At least it's one of the camps. We would have allies
3: there rather than uh, just being out on our own. We and it's a r- big
0: honking wall. There are certainly flying or corporal undead. will have no problem with that. Uh, not that they would
3: have problems with that if they were coming at us on a plane, anyways. I would feel much safer with a back to my or a wall to my back than without. You know, I cannot argue with the power of having a wall nearby. It is uh, <laughs> a sound strategy, I must say. It's gotten me this far.
0: But listen, as as you may have a point of inspiration, sir. Aha. The first you inspiration is way.
2: Since you're commanding this unit, Victor, you may choose any path that you you wish. I'm just simply here to try and maybe help you to keep pushing air for longer.
1: I do like to push air. Well, it's important to keep morale up. I suppose we can huddle by the wall for the first stretch of our journey if that'll um, if everyone's unsettled from the attack in Glarendal. Clarendar so that is what we shall do
0: okay you uh, head out along the watch wall about every I don't know quarter mile or so there's a, a camp of maybe I don't know five foresters uh or or sometimes even less than that, sometimes as few as three, who kind of go in different shifts. It's a big, long piece of logistics to determine who's on what point on the watch wall. But uh, they all call out to you in the night, unless you're specifically trying to hide from them, and uh, give sign and countersign just to show that everybody's awake okay and on the same team.
1: Oh yeah, we definitely don't want to get shot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get my little spotlight
5: attachment onto the badge that Perrin gave me that says, do not shoot me, I'm one of you.
0: <laughs> How long do you travel?
1: Uh, we'll travel probably three hours or so, um, unless something happens.
0: Nothing happens. You are unmolested. The uh, the quiet singing of crickets is an accompaniment to your horse's hooves and uh, the jingle of your tack and harness.
1: All right. Then I guess we will begin taking a long rest in one of the uh, aforementioned camps.
4: I do enjoy long rests.
1: Oh, my God
0: the uh the foresters there uh have heard of the attack on glarendar and press you for stories uh but after that they point out that you're welcome to rest and in fact they'll watch while all of you sleep
1: there's no it's prudent for us to keep our own watches and there's no real downside to it so
0: fair enough you're the the so dawn comes I don't know three or four hours later and you can continue your your long rest as peaceably as you like <laughs> okay I'm, I'm hitting the button are you
5: sure should I hit the button page
2: is there a dawn button
5: well I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tell my character sheet to reset unless Paige has other plans <laughs> <Here it comes. laughs>
0: I got nothing and and for the Record, for the record, nope. It's that- too late.
5: I already hit the button. You can't take it back.
0: I'm not taking it back. I'm I just saying that-, that last fight was on y'all. <laughs> that was not me. That was you. This is entirely self-inflicted for
3: the
4: worst. I stand by. It was the right. It was the right course of action.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one who the worst for it. So, and that the last fight was more or less a success. Um, we unearthed the Theian plot. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I do like dislike Thayans.
1: We did lose more civilians than ideal, but unfortunately, we are at war.
4: I mean, they had all of those undead ready to go. I mean, the longer we waited, the worse it was going to get. So
1: that is true. And civilians make great undead. That is a disturbing notion, Victor. <laughs> I know, that's why we fight every day to stop things like that from happening especially to innocents so is everyone healthy and hearty? had a good breakfast? cooked over a a little stove? feel brave enough to uh, go cross country at this point?
4: Oopsie, sorry. <laughs>
1: on
2: that. Whoa! It's, oh! Do we have tiny, tiny huts now? Huts.
4: I mean, I, I, I would have a tiny nut in like six hours if I scribed it. Uh, womp
1: womp. Indeed, a womp DNA womp. womp, womp as it's a ritual, so once you get it there, you're good to yep. go. Um, well, I, we do not have six hours, and your time was well spent anyway um, helping the Griffins out. Yep. So, no regrets there. Yep, none at all. And, you know, if we get hit with a blizzard or something, maybe you'll burn your scroll. I really hope we don't get hit with a blizzard.
0: It is the middle of summer, so <laughs> while it is certainly unlikely, except at the very highest reaches of Umbergoth, uh, it's not impossible.
3: Are you sure you did just put out that blizzard-themed adventure that we could just happen to wander into.
5: <laughs> Almost like it's into the... Mm-hmm. frozen north I see what you did there um, yeah I mean I'm going to spend some time in the morning just uh, re reapplying Goose's bandages and uh, making sure that I'm all set
0: so uh, Goose uh, as you are reapplying bandages grabs the roll of bandage out of your hand with her teeth and takes off running unrolling the bandage behind her
5: mm-hmm. i will give chase after her and uh i'm going to oh god i can't tackle her to the ground that wouldn't work um okay i'm going to uh curl up the bandage as it as it as, as i'm running and fashion it into almost like some sort of lasso uh, okay. And try to to That's a waste the uh, good
1: bandages. Bring her,
5: bring her down with it, but also bring her down with it because I That's mean she a- is not a delicate creature, though she does have broken legs.
0: Uh, she um, <laughs> she is not interested in being handled. So make me a I corral unruly blackguard drakes check. I will do
5: that thing. How about a twenty-two?
0: Booyah Nice! So what does Ross finally say to her to get her to freaking stop?
5: Uh, In Draconic, which God, I did not pull up my handy dandy Draconic translator tonight. Uh, I am going to shout out Stop! You mutt! And, you know, kind of pull back and I'm going to uh, kind of bring her down as gently as she will allow me to puzzled that broken legs isn't enough to stop her?
0: Well, they did end up healing using a scroll to heal her quite a bit. Uh, if you recall. So she stops and she looks at you forlornly.
5: Goose, we need to work on your control. And uh, with that, I will ever so every so often uh, work with her on obeying commands during this trip.
0: She's not good at that. Just no. really not good at that. But, you know, we work on it. So, what else is going on this morning?
1: I think we're pretty eager to get on the trail. I mean, we definitely yep. want to put distance between us and they. So we're going to break away from the wall now that we're all ship shape. and um, it's faster anyway to go cross-country. And we will... Um, we will head following up on this lead we have of this witch that will give us give us some information about how to find this ancient artifact and pre- perhaps how to get through the past unseen. Thank okay, you. How many
4: potions of healing did we get?
0: Uh, Yelling Gwailion said that she would pack you a variety pack of potions. Uh, you each have one potion of healing. Okay. There are three potions of greater healing okay and uh three potions whose labels you haven't looked at yet
1: uh did we
4: sure i mean i, I would spend while we're everyone else is off doing things i would my, my plan was for the morning was to pull out all the equipment out of the bag of holding and inventory it and so i will spend some time identifying the three potions
0: sure they are they are labeled uh one is a potion of water breathing but it's okay. a very large bottle so it looks like it has multiple doses Okay. Uh, one is a potion of heroism, mm. okay. and uh, there is a potion of growth again, labeled okay. for Ross. Hmm. Okay,
5: I'll take a potion of growth. That sounds great. Never know
1: when Rosilla will be needed again. I wouldn't mind the potion of heroism.
4: I mean, currently I'm not going to hand any of them out. I will. I'm just inventorying. So. Okay.
1: Well, okay. Then, I will then. remove that from my list. That, that way, is- when we get killed by the fans, they can be like, wow, look at all this cool <laughs> room we found. And I'm the mage. So squishy.
0: <laughs> they don't, uh, they don't kill enemy mages. Uh, there's a whole bunch of outdoor gear. Uh just choose something reasonable and say you have it. Sorry. If you want to actually make a list. Sure. I will I will make I will
4: I will write down some stuff and tell you what it is later.
3: Man, this plus three great sword's really good at setting
1: up
4: tents. Yep. So good. I mean it's actually a plus three maul, it's you just really gotta get into those spy, those pinions. So Yeah.
1: And without this plus three full plate, my hands would chafe as we That's uh, true, that's true. So, thanks for this protective gear. Which are you fun.
0: listening to them, folks? Are you listening to these people? It's required.
1: Are you, you listening people. to them? <laughs> you people make me sick.
0: You may not have anything magical. This is mundane right. equipment. No, I run. would assume so.
1: Well, we'll okay. far are good. All right. So, we attempt to head towards Tamith Treboga at the... Mouth of the Shivar Pass.
3: As we give the wall a last tender kiss. I promise that, that I'll be back soon.
1: There'll be more dwarven walls coming up. This People one isn't a the dwarven wall. No, when we meet the dwarves, they'll have dwarven walls.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, for our listeners, uh, you uh, may or may not know that in Aglarond, the big watch wall that goes between the fortress of Glarendar and Umbergoth, which is the biggest mountain in the area, uh, was actually put in place by Gallabdur It was raised magically, uh, by Galabdur and other stone elementals a thousand or 1500 years ago for one of the half-elven Kings that ruled here prior to the symbol in the Symbarth council.
1: The Galabdur, Thought that the marshes were attacking and making everything wet, so they made a wall to stop that.
0: I mean, that sounds like a Galimdar thing to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you leave the uh, mountains behind, going into the uh, the foothills and then the the plains of the uh, of western or pardon me, eastern Aglarond, and it's a peaceful journey of several days, unless y'all want to do something.
1: Well, when we are stopping for lunch one of the days, I'm going to take the opportunity to, during the short rest, uh, form a bond with the Magical Sword that uh, I was gifted as we were leaving the fortress.
0: Sure. Gwalian said that it had belonged to a friend of hers and that she thinks that her friend would approve of you having it.
1: And I would have spent some of my downtime in the previous days uh, cleaning it and uh, such things. So now it's ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an elven blade, and it's actually made out of a greenish metal that is slightly lighter than uh, steel normally is. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful blade. It's clearly quite old.
1: So I will start the Eldritch Knight bonding ritual.
0: Okay, and we're just in camp. Not actually in camp, but you all have stopped for a day sitting under a tree, eating sandwiches with your horses, right?
1: Yeah, back to the holding mean we have pretty good grub.
0: Yes, yes. All right, so as soon as uh, the bond starts, something weird happens. All of a sudden, uh, Victor, the world goes pitch black as if someone had put a bag over your head or something it's it's pitch black except you can still see the sword that you're holding and trying to make an eldritch knight bond to uh the there's all sorts of motes and globes of colorful light start spinning around and the sword starts to vibrate and hum and you can hear a weird music in the background it sounds elvenish and uh and the sword glows with bright almost eye searing light in this in this dark void you can feel you can kind of tell you're not the only one here there's a sense of a presence of something else
1: that's a little scary
0: you also notice uh in you can just kind of like see it out of the corner of your eye. The side of Victor's face that's all scarred where he's had like his teeth and part of his jaw, whatever, replaced with colorful stones. You can see them glowing and the uh, you notice that the motes of light start trying almost like coordinating with the glow coming from the side of your face. Mm. Almost as if it resonates or something.
1: I will attempt to I guess while I'm in this between place like reach out towards this other presence I feel Um, do I get any response or is it just like a sort of like a small noise in the distance
0: make me and I reach out to the presence I feel here check
1: all right I will make a insight check
0: I would certainly buy insight
1: I am, yes, completely discombobulated.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's too magical and kind of alien to really understand or ascribe humanoid reactions to.
1: Um, so do I return to reality, or at least inside my head? Or
0: So what the rest of you see is uh, Victor holds up the sword and starts looking at it. And as he does, bright scintilla of lights, uh, bright even against the noonday summer sun, starts spinning around Victor, almost like a tornado or hurricane, and it becomes hard to see him. But you can see even sh- brighter than those lights are the lights coming from the side of the face, where his odd stone teeth, or almost gem-like teeth, have begun to glow and sparkle in, in concert. Uh, with the motions of the the bright lights. The sword he's holding, uh, is glowing an intense, clean, white light, almost to the point where you can't see the sword.
3: Is he doing his sailor transformation now? Normally there's a more dramatic time for such a change.
0: Is he He
4: Man? Is like should he be holding up and yelling, I have the power? Like I mean,
3: he's definitely not Shira, so
4: I mean maybe <laughs> This you never costume. know, like those costumes. You can never tell. I think he'd look great in a skirt. Is all I'm saying.
3: I mean, Aoi, uh, he, uh, he would look good in such a skirt. However, I do not think that uh, he has what it takes to be Shira.
4: Well, that's fair, based do on what the legends have told me. Like, does his face show like pain or?
0: No, he, it's kind of an odd expression, as you might imagine. He looks like he's kind of concentrating on something.
3: Concentrating or constipated? Hard to be sure. Has his
6: sword done this before?
4: So uh, this is the first time he's bound with a specific sword.
3: I mean, he has done it with other swords. This is not his, uh, his original <laughs> you know, coupling, as it were. Mm. Uh, but I do not believe I have ever seen such a, uh, reaction then again normally he goes to his room and does it alone
4: (laughs) that's true maybe this is a normal normal way this works I mean I'll uh,
5: finish feeding uh, Goose a small rodent and kind of look up at Wildfire should we snap him out of
4: it or something Sure, I, I I get up and walk over to him
2: and... Wait, 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 him wait, wait. The this might be a, a private and delicate moment for him, though. Shouldn't we just avert our eyes and let him have it to himself and his sword? Uh, wouldn't he at
3: least request that if uh, this has done so before, or, like, gone around a tree or something? I mean, I don't just run <laughs> in
4: front I of him. I people. mean, I'm also fine with setting up a tent around him if we want to Let's do, that. Let's, okay. do that, let's so do that. I get that. a tent, one of the a many hut. two-person tents that are in the big yeah. building, and we and set this... it up around him.
2: Whew. And now let's all pretend we can't hear the noises.
4: Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so. Starts
3: playing a jaunty tune.
4: Ooh. Uh, <laughs> my favorite.
3: Uh,
6: I... Is that. It... Are you sure that is the best course of action? What if he is being harmed in some fashion?
2: Being yeah. harmed by what? I mean we would just be on our third
3: co like this
6: would not yeah, be anything yeah, new true. if we lost
2: one
3: and, <laughs> you know lost he's kind of been a dick recently so i'm I, sure it's his best in his heart but you know he needs to work on uh, his delivery a little bit i, I feel mean, as
6: though baron would at least want us to make minimal effort not to lose yet another co
4: <laughs> well i mean we covered him so he won't die from heat <laughs> what exhaustion. More,
3: what more do you want? I mean, what more can oh, you ask of is, This is a great amount of exertion, we, at least on my part. We've done if the he,
4: bare minimum here.
2: If he was doing something dangerous, he would have told us. is going to get up and sort of dance in a very awkward and terrible fashion that academics <laughs> often do. So, Paige, with that, I am going to uh,
5: tell... Um, Goose, who we've been networking on on this command, uh, to to come to attention with a a sit stay.
0: Make me an animal handling check.
5: How's a fourteen?
0: She nails the sit. Okay. Uh, the stay, not so much. She uh she kind of does that thing where she scooches on her butt to try and get where she wants to be. So she's still technically sitting. <laughs> she just
5: is still attached to my leg, though. It's very weird. Uh, You're where the treats come from. Eh? And I will peek into uh, the the make not makeshift tent, but the tent that we have now set up around our commanding officer. Victor, are you all right?
0: So when you open the tent flap, the the blinding colors of light actually make you have to kind of squint your eyes. Victor doesn't reply.
5: Paige, I'm just imagining when I pull the, the flap of the tent back, it's like in those cartoons where just like there's a rave coming out of the tent. And then I close it and it's just totally fine.
3: I was expecting that or when they open the briefcase in yeah, um, a
4: Pulp Fiction. Ooh
3: that's good that's
5: good hey, are
4: you saying that the aurora borealis is in there at this time <laughs> of year isolated to your kitchen isolated to your
1: kitchen
2: <laughs> maybe that's where it goes huh. mira will, will give ross a look that basically says like do are we not respecting privacy is this is this how we are
6: it it seems like it's not normal
2: it's it's very bright he's having a private moment we have never it?
4: seen him bond with one of his swords before maybe they, yeah. they all work like this I mean
0: uh no you've probably seen him bond with swords before because you've been adventuring with him since y'all were first level and you're now six level so i'm I'm willing to bet you've seen it before it has never looked like this okay I mean, so it usually takes just so a few minutes I'm,
5: I'm gonna step into the brightly lit tent with my hand, uh, claw covering up. I rush over and shut the tent
4: <laughs> I do not want to see what's
0: going to go on there Wildfire is such a dick
5: <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to, to reach out and kind of grab at Victor's shoulder to try and snap him out of whatever trance he
1: is in uh, I'm going to end up weapon bonding Ross aren't I <laughs>
3: how (laughs) awesome would that be you spent an action in seven months ooh,
5: it'll be great though because i I could just hold my sword out and you'll have 10 foot reach
2: (laughs) so when they're dead we can we can probably nurse goosebath to help right but then i think we're gonna really have to find someone to take goose off of our hands uh because I don't You're think we should be traveling
3: with this creature. When they're dead, we can. Uh, it's just it's a self cleaning oven, right?
2: Oh, that's true. Just feed them back to Goose. I
3: mean, Goose I'll will be fine
5: with
2: them, I think. I mean. Okay. Uh, that's all in favor. Say aye. What better way to
3: armor us
5: I look forward to this devolving into a campaign that involves Goose hewitt and like some (laughs) other like furry animals that we pick up along the way it's gonna be great there'll be a squirrel Ooh, squirrel be a lot more popular
2: than these humans these filthy Mm -hmm. humans
0: so uh so ross reaches out to touch victor's shoulder and all of a sudden the world goes completely black you cannot see anything Moats and scintilla of light spin around you uh, in a dizzying fashion. And uh, you can feel a great spiritual presence there. It it doesn't say anything, but you get the feel of a push. And you are knocked out of the tent and back 15 feet away from it. Rolling ace over tea kettle. There you go. There you go.
2: Does he make a noise when he's doing this?
0: Boss, you'll have to talk to him about that.
5: What happens to the sword? Like I go flying back? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were saying Victor gets fly flown back. I was like, huh, no, Boss weird
0: him, yeah. and then is explosively hurled backwards. Not a hair on Victor's head moves. So. Do you need the
3: stones move?
5: Sure, I'm gonna do that cool thing where I come out of the roll on like one knee and hand back head down superhero,
0: superhero pose Damn straight. Like you, should,
2: you should make a roll to actually hit that pose I was about to say,
3: that feels like it needs a roll if you're trying to yeah.
1: fair, <laughs> fair,
0: fair, fair. Uh,
3: let's Performance
1: see. is not Ross's apex skill. <laughs>
2: How uh, about acrobatics or uh, 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 that's so that is
3: what we wanted. Just
2: perhaps
5: it was more of like I landed on my face, perhaps. So Hard
0: to be full, sure. First scorpion, sure. full scorpion. Uh no, actually you were doing great. You had everything timed just right except there's a tree in the way. So when you come <laughs> up, you just bonk the back of your head on a tree and belly flop onto the dirt. Paige, hey, I
4: walk back over to the tent and open the the flap again. Is it still all sin- all shiny in there? Oh yeah. I shut it. I go back to my bag of holding. I pull out a large stack of papers and begin leafing through them. Pull out the lost commander paper and begin filling it out. <laughs> and I put. I say, this time it's not our fault.
6: There was something in
4: there with him.
6: I could feel it—a spiritual presence, unlike anything. I have ever felt before.
2: So he's having a religious experience Hmm. that you interrupted by invading his privacy.
3: Do we we think perhaps we could get him to do this, uh, you know, more frequently? Perhaps uh, there are quite a few uh, dance halls in Belprintalar where if we were able to set this up for it to go uh, all night, like, we would be very popular and make a whole lot of coin, let me just say.
4: (laughs) I think so. I mean... Maybe this is just our new gig, right? Like, I you know, we could make some money off of this.
3: Are oh, we? He holds on to this art and we just go.
4: The system
3: is down. The
4: system is down. I'm pretty sure I'm music is covered in a presentation. Let me go verify.
0: Coda, you get an inspiration point. Ben, you get another inspiration point.
4: I will hand it to Ron. It's, it's only faint hard. musical notes. Hmm.
1: I actually started the session with the inspiration. Um, <laughs> oh, I so. might
3: the because that way he can use it on his next death
1: save. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
4: Oof, the shade. Well, so sh- should we uh do something about this then? I mean, like it's one thing Victor's having a special moment. The other thing if that special moment is tossing Raz kind of across the field
2: because oh, he interrupted mean- this special moment you may do something other than
4: laugh uh, I, mean, I mean maybe just that it's fine Paige did,
5: did I get this like a, a malevolent sense did I get a benevolent sense like what what is my reading on this great
0: entity that I felt make me an I read great entities role Mm.
5: I mean, you know what? I've been on a religious journey. I'm going to give you my religion check of negative one. How about an eight? Mm,
0: You couldn't really, there was feeling there, but it was hard to categorize.
6: Whatever it was, it was powerful.
3: We should proceed with caution. From over I mean, here, or like where are you talking about proceeding? I mean, I guess we could detect magic and see if it's some kind of like necromantic thing ripping yeah. his presence away, but I mean, that would be pretty obvious by the time we get done spending the 10 minutes to cast a spell, I think.
4: I mean, I could like throw some fire at him, I guess.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> might wake <laughs> him up. Now Maybe that you've you, you you finally world. his privacy, I, I'll have a peek inside. So Miro will go up and 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 crack the tent open and, and and peer at what's going on in there.
0: Again, you see Victor sitting, what Indian style probably Ron.
2: Yes, seems Uh
0: With a sword across his lap, and uh, kind of a thoughtful look on his face, and light just streaming and playing all around in brilliant colors.
2: And, uh, do I, I'm going to, uh, you know, go back to my training and, 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 think if, try to figure out if anything, uh, arcanistically is going on here.
0: Sure. Make me an arcanistic roll.
2: And I will burn the point of inspiration Ooh. to do this more better-er. Oof, good thing too.
0: Okay, so you consider it from an Arcana perspective, and you realize this is going to take a few minutes. This is not just look in and glance and then look back. You're going to have to sit here and study this for like ten minutes. Okay, all and right,
2: that, that's totally doable. You know, so you oh, go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. No, uh, please. So you um there's plenty of room in the tent so you can sit by victor and just kind of hang out and consider him and reach out with your arcane senses and you can feel so the the magic in faroon is often called the weave as in there's a weave of basically powerful ley lines Mm. invisibly surrounding everything and magic pulls at those wave at those ley lines um so picture it like, you know, you see the space-time co- continuum grid and a gravity well in it. Damn. And uh, this is a huge, deep, endless gravity well sitting on top of Victor right now.
2: Do so I think it's hurting him?
0: He seems fine. Like you, you do a, uh, an arcane inspection of his personal aura and he seems just fine there's some sort of feedback between the sword and himself but it it's clearly not hurting him
2: Okay, well i'll take the full 10 minutes to sort of that's that's what i get from the full 10 minutes is what you're saying yeah paige
5: i will have it known that during that 10 minutes ross is gonna you know make his way back to the tent Don't, don't touch him again I'm going to open it up and see that Mira is kind of like sitting there studying him, and I'm going to go take a seat next to Mira and kind of imitate her like I totally know what I'm doing.
3: At this point, Silvio realizes that, (laughs) fuck it, and just (laughs) starts playing the I detect magic uh, song so that maybe there's a school on this and hopefully it's not necromancy, but past that. Obviously, it's fucking magic, but maybe I can get more of a
0: clue by far out of my head.
5: Yeah, obviously. Magic. Uh,
0: so, Koda have Ross make me some sort of, I'm sitting and figuring on this role, like, religion, Arcana, something along those lines. And, and uh,
2: Mira will, will reach over and touch him and go, give me, give me your best opinion, and she'll uh, uh, offer him a bit of guidance. All right, uh, well, since it's
5: obviously to everyone that it is magic, I will make an <laughs> Arcane check this time. Again, uh, it gives me, what now? A d4. A d4, ooh. And then, you know what? And you could roll before or after the ability check. I'm gonna spend my inspiration. Oh, we're just going all out. Oh, that was animal handling, not what I wanted to roll. You did great. Oh, all
6: geez. <laughs>
5: Oh, Koda. <laughs> I want the first one, please. Uh Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm you, you add it poorly. <laughs> oh, okay. A respectable Ooh, 10. Big
3: roller here. Big
5: roller.
0: <laughs> All right, Koda, you can definitely still feel that same presence in here and um after a moment of consideration, You get the impression it's feeling rather protective
5: of Victor. You don't say.
6: Whatever it is, it is protected our commander. That would imply that it doesn't want him hurt, at least by an outside source. Meaning, it is either a benevolent presence in trying to aid him, or it is a malevolent presence that wants him all for himself,
4: It's I, mean, I mean, I could just, uh, like I said before, I could throw some fire at him.
0: So, Silvio, cast Detect Magic. Uh, I'm gonna give you yeah. The sword is indeed magical. I am
3: shocked. I am so shocked right now. Like I may need a minute alone
1: to, <laughs> to recover from this revelation. It's surprisingly hard to get a minute alone.
0: Uh, <laughs> Ron, you may have a look, point of Look,
3: all I can say is that Wildfire and I tried to give you many moments alone <laughs> in your own tents and then to play music over it so that we didn't have to hear whatever was going on there. I mean, good for you, buddy. Everybody needs to let loose sometimes, but clearly some people don't respect that. Do I get anything else, Paige? Uh,
0: Yes, you sense the school of transmutation rather strongly.
3: Ah, we saw there is some transmutation going on here, so uh, it's quite possible he does not emerge as the same commander. uh, In which case, if he starts giving us the end orders, we just uh, kill the fuck out of him. But uh, past that, probably good. Eh, who knows?
6: Wildfire, (laughs) I would like to point out that on the paperwork, you've already put not our fault. (laughs) Yeah, not our fault. Fire at him. It would be our fault.
4: Mm. That's a and good point. I shouldn't do that because it needs cork. to be not our fault this time.
0: Over. For the record, didn't over. you start the last two sets of we lost our CEO paperwork with, it's not our fault? Neither of them were our fault!
2: <laughs> Mira's going to look over the the lights coming out of uh, Victor's face and the... Uh, I mean, is there there's sound? Or... Uh,
0: Um, no, not really. Uh, you, are, are you seated on the side where you can see the ruin of his face? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you can see that there's some sort of, um, pulsation to the light, Mm -hmm. where his teeth and the sword and the lights around them seem to be in some sort of
2: concert. Hmm. You know who would be really excited about this light show? The, uh, the Aladrin. I think they would really like it for their uh, their 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 dance halls, mm. where they have their Lateran dance music.
3: Uh, I mean, we—I was talking about taking the Belprinterlor, but it could work uh, if we went to where the elves are too. I mean, mm-hmm.
4: we can go on tour, but we can hit a couple a couple venues. I think we got I think this thing has enough juice to really get us going in a couple different yeah.
2: places. Hey, this is beginning to give me a headache. I'm going to. Uh, I, Mira makes her final notes and and, uh, exits the tent.
4: Ooh, that's a good point. I go walk in there and I touch. uh, Oh oh god! I touch the. Oh god!
5: Why? Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna prepare to catch a flung wizard.
4: And and, like, as soon as I drop in there, like the instant I drop in there, I say, "Hey, are we gonna be here all day? Because I could be prepping a spell. I could be adding a spell to my spellbook if we're gonna be here all day." Like. Like a, give me uh you know, like an hour, a couple hours, give me a feeling here.
3: And and as he does that, is going to point out, uh, we the commander will push you away violently for a yes, that we will be here for quite a while, or he will let you be if uh, we are going to need to pack up very quickly.
0: All right, so you touch Victor's shoulder or whatever? Yep. Mm-hmm. You two are flung violently away! You don't have the same kind of mass Ross does. You fly even farther, like, tumbling I, to a stop on the grass. Do I not catch him? I don't know. Make me an I catch a flying source or a <laughs> wizard roll. Sure. I'm, I'm going
5: to make that into an athletics check.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> uh,
5: okay. 22 isn't enough to catch him?
0: No, I saw the three and thought that ah. was yours. Uh, <laughs> So That's mine. Hi, yes, hi. as Whee! wildfire is flailing in the air, uh, you manage to snag him before he goes into the tree that uh, had arrested your exit as well.
4: Oof. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Can I pat you on the shoulder? Can I get up, dust myself off? I think we're going to be here for a while.
5: What was that? I will say kind of. Breathlessly
3: as I've now run into this tree twice.
4: I got things to do if we're going to be sitting here all day.
3: Sylvia will emerge from the tent and seal it up behind since we're all out of it now, correct?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And we'll say, "Ah, we, things to do like drinking. Uh, and at that point, we'll go and start drinking and messing around on his uh, his bandor, trying to cope with some new tunes.
0: Okay, so... An hour later, no change. <laughs> Two hours later, no change. I start setting
3: up the other tents and like getting firewood and all that type of stuff.
5: Yeah, yeah. At, at some point, I'm going to start patrolling a little bit of ways from the camp just to make sure that we are not uh, taken completely by surprise.
3: Yeah, hey, um, Russ, should we uh, should we go hunt? To see if we can get something fresher than uh, you know piles and piles
6: of sandwiches we have. Ru- uh, <clears throat> Goose and I will see what we can find. But if you would like to, you are welcome to join us.
4: Um, could you next time? Could you make sure that Goose doesn't isn't the one that stops the animals that the the acid flavor? Not my favorite. We've been working on her fetch,
6: but not, I, not my
4: favorite. Not my favorite
6: i suppose that
3: wouldn't be a problem
4: or maybe like train her to not emit the acid i don't know how acid you know what
3: we will ask her not to uh and see what we can come up with
4: like you know politely yeah probably fine
3: uh and once we are a little far away uh sylvia will look at Ras and be like so i know that you talk at her have you tried talking to her or with her
6: I mean, what do you mean?
3: Oh, all right. Uh, here, uh, chill out the minutes, uh, and Sylvia will bring his bandor around and will play a song of "Speak with Animals" on Ras, so that instead of one-way communication, they can actually talk.
4: Ooh, <laughs> I'm in favor of this.
3: So it uh, only lasts about 10-15 minutes, so uh, <laughs> don't get like right in the middle of a big cliffhanger and then not do the software because that'll be a problem.
6: Whatever you
2: do, don't <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's the way it normally goes. Basically. I'm looking forward to seeing this unfold.
3: So then what do I do? Uh, I mean, you should be able to understand literally everything you say like I said for the next like I don't know, nine minutes or so. I
5: have said that thing out loud. Goose looks up at you quizzically.
6: That is a look she has never given me before.
0: <laughs> well you've never been able to speak my language before.
5: I gotta <laughs> stare at her. Hmm. So
6: what do I say to her, Victor?
4: Uh, Speak your Victor? truth! Speak your truth!
2: Just talk to her, she's right there. Hello, I guess. Well,
0: hello back! Goose looks at the lot of you and it's like, can you hear me? Like, she's saying this. Of course, none of you recognize this. I think I think he said something in my language, but then he's acting like he doesn't hear me, and I'm very confused. She tilts her head. He said that I should be able to
6: talk with you for the next ten minutes. What's a minute? Uh, a short period of time. I don't okay. know how
2: to explain
6: it any better than that.
2: I Mira is um, watching sort of just the body language here, and she just She She lets out the longest sigh possible and then begins to wave her hands around a little bit too. Uh and also Cass speak with animals. Are you okay? No, my back legs really hurt.
0: And if I go too fast, I trip. And I don't like that at all.
6: We've been working on that. You
0: don't seem to want to stop. Yeah, because there's all these cool things to smell out here.
2: Mira will will crouch down and say, you know, if you you take it easy for the next uh, couple sunrises and sunsets, you'll probably uh, heal a lot faster and you'll feel better. Faster.
0: Huh? Goose tilts her head the other way as if this is not a thing she had ever considered.
6: If that wasn't enough, there would also be more rodents in it for you.
0: The, she, her head like whips around, and uh, she she gets in your face with a very serious look and says, "Bunny."
6: Among others, yes We should be in Prime hunting ground For them Oh,
5: speaking of which That one over there And I'll kind of nod over at Wildfire Would request that you
0: Drool Less on the catch Wait, what? Like, why not? That's how you get it soft enough to eat
6: for you, and me perhaps, but for that one, he wants it over the fire until it is unrecognizable.
0: Her nose wrinkles back in a a expression of disgust. She looks at Wildfire very sadly. As if he is a poor, poor mad thing to be pitied.
6: But We should talk about the commands that we are working on.
0: What's the command?
6: You know, when I say sit, and I will say that in Draconic, I don't know if that actually translates with the magic. Mm Mm-hmm. It means that your ass should hit the ground where it is.
0: Oh, okay. What if I don't want to?
6: Then, I will
0: keep the bunny to myself. But I could just go get bunnies on my own then?
6: But that would take your effort and energy when I've got them here for you.
1: Wait a minute, are you hoarding rabbits? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, I have been keeping a number of small rodents and other mammals uh, in a treat collective <clears throat> anytime that we are training Ross. Training, mean, training Goose. Train, training training, Ross, training yeah. Goose. We're
3: also,
5: We're also training. training Ross. They yeah. are, as it turns out, and this is convenient, also delicious Ross treats. <laughs>
2: I, I we, never doubted it for a moment. Not we for having a the
4: foxes guard the henhouse of treats? Like, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Two for me, one for you.
2: Do you really ever doubt that either? No, it it's is, more the real
4: situation.
6: It is something that I ask so that you remain safe and do not get hurt again oh but oh. also comes with delicious treats
0: she she thinks about that uh you can just like the gears aren't turning fast but you can tell they're turning I mean same thing here fair
5: Entirely but intelligence fair. is is really pulling its weight right now. We will uh we will continue to discuss a a a treatise of training, if you will. Treatise
0: uh, Treatise since treat-is ah! inspiration, sir.
5: I can uh do it in her own tongue. Nope, Pidge, you're muted. Nope,
0: so you continue to have a conversation with an intelligence for guard Drake. Uh which is Probably hilarious, but not worthy of role playing out all ten minutes. So, uh, it's so another couple of hours pass. Okay, so uh, an amusing conversation is had between Ross and Goose, with the understanding that uh, Goose's intelligence is only a four, and Ross's is, well, I guess significantly north of that, but not a whole lot. Okay, fine, double. double.
3: Take that four and double it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so. Silvio,
6: do you think you can teach me that incantation? I uh, find it most helpful.
3: Uh, no, not at all, because I play it through my, my music, and uh, I have seen you attempt to do music and dance, and uh, you would probably have a much better uh, chance uh, trying to work out some kind of uh, mystical scholastic... Uh, and Sylvia's uh, Caprine eyes dart over towards Mira, and as he's searching for like <laughs> what it is that she does—a thing, a, a mystical scholastic thing with magic—you know. The you she right.
6: does. Maybe wildfire knows of some sort of incantation or rune that I can burn in order to make it happen.
2: What are you trying to make happen? You want to
3: talk about this with her more often.
2: Oh, to learn this particular spell. It shouldn't prove too difficult. Your best plan is maybe. Well, can you read a scroll? Hmm.
6: If you show me the incantation, as well as the accoutrements that are needed, I think I might be able to piece something together. My elders have told me that magic runs within my blood.
4: Hmm.
2: Probably Uh, see a physician about that. So you're a sorcerer.
4: Is that like an insult among your people or something? It feels kind of insulty. Among my people Yeah, your people Giant lizards
0: So another Couple of (laughs) hours pass As this conversation goes on
5: I kind of let off Onto Wildfire and all Of the other Now unfortunate listeners about the Definite place Of Prestige that being able to cast magic has among my clan, and that it is definitely something that should be honored, and I am totally 100% convinced about it.
4: Do you start crying in the middle of it? Just like... And that is
5: why
6: they cannot be great warriors, but must lead our clan to victory!
4: I hand you a handkerchief. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's okay, buddy. Let it out.
6: Now, if you don't mind, Silvio need to, and I need to hunt.
4: I mean, we just—we do have sandwiches, you know.
2: And I've got all these sea grapes. I mean, they're delicious.
4: <laughs> on! True.
5: And
3: I start walking off, Silvio, come on!
2: I think you hurt his feelings.
3: Uh, Silvio follows, because sandwiches are great. Not every meal. <laughs>
0: So, another couple of hours pass, the sun's disc starts to to slide down the western horizon, and uh, Victor is still there.
3: You know, normally, uh, he's been doing it this long, Uh, he needs to see a cleric, Uh, also he's going to start to be worried about
4: (laughs) i I could try to remove curse him maybe he's
3: cursed it seemed to work for the griffins i mean
2: it is true they say that if you experience a sword fixation longer than four hours you should seek medical care
4: maybe if we just like wave a sandwich under his nose he'll be so hungry that he'll just rouse himself
2: oh
3: you're saying that he is hangry
4: Ooh, yes at this point I i would be if i was him honestly
0: so the disc of the sun finally slides all the way past the horizon you still have the glorious sunset painting the western sky but the minute it does uh you're all immediately aware that something has changed like something around you has changed and it becomes uh, um, and that's what I call tiny hut, everyone. You can see the tiny hut there. It is now covering awesome. our
4: good friend, our captain. That's tiny hut. That's what changed. I did it. I, I, thought, uh,
3: I thought it was the universe telling me that the onions were done. But oh, uh,
4: you maybe, know what's going yes.
3: both?
2: Is this a hut for ants?
4: No, it's I mean, it's tiny in comparison to like a house.
2: It's right? got to like... be at least three <laughs> times bigger than this.
3: <laughs> I love your reference, sir.
2: Uh, Mira will look up and try to discern if something off is happening around her.
0: Yeah, so, uh, it doesn't take Mira, uh, Wildfire or Sylvia long to realize that something has changed within the weave. Victor, like, you've literally just closed your eyes, it just went black, and then you open them again, and it's dark outside. Or at least dim. But thankfully that only took a minute. Maybe there's a cloud overhead or something. Wow. Oh no, the, the interior, no, it's
4: dark where he is. It is I it immediately
1: notice I'm in a tent. Which, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, yep. I look around uh, for the sword. Is it?
0: It's still sitting in your lap. Just doing sword things. All
1: right. You know? I will attempt to summon it into my hand.
0: It pops into your hand. uh, And it's not like it jumps off the floor into your hand. It, like, disappears off the floor and reappears in your hand.
1: All right. I will cautiously emerge from this mysterious tent that appeared around me in the last three seconds. There's also
4: a shimmering globe of energy.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) am very... That, that surrounds the, the tent. Of this globe of energy. I will poke at it with my sword.
4: You're sure it goes through without any harm?
1: I will touch it with a finger.
4: Your finger goes through the tent the f- uh, the dome like it isn't even there.
1: Alright. Victor steals himself and walks through this mysterious energy force, fully expecting to be on a different plane of existence.
0: I mean, that's, that's an entirely rational expectation. Uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, uh, instead, the minute you step out, you smell the scent of a wildfire and roasting onions and, uh, and grilling, uh, meat. And, uh, you probably see your companions around the fire somewhere.
4: I think, I think
0: Ross, you did a better job. This has a lot less
4: acid in it for sure.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, just just a little acid to bring the flavor out.
4: No, no, the little acid is good, right? Like that, like that vinegarness. It's really great.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. But,
4: like too much just ruins the meal.
1: How long? How Does long did you? that take me?
4: Uh, like, uh, like, like all day. Eight hours like, longer. So I learned how to cast that spell and then cast it around you while you were yes. meditating.
2: And Mira's uh, been crocheting like hats. <laughs> And there's a couple of ha- new hats.
4: I'm definitely wearing one of them. Yeah.
2: Ross
5: is totally down for some crocheting. <laughs> I've I've I knitted this new loincloth. Ooh. Please I like. Put it, it back
4: on, Ross.
0: Forgot. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, right. Point of inspiration, Joseph.
1: Well, Victor will go and sit by the fire. I. It only felt like a moment to me. Although I have to say, I feel more tired. Than I have ever experienced before. After doing the bonding ritual, did you manage to wrestle
6: whatever great entity that was into submission?
1: I think no. I did feel like this sword. I don't know if it's if you know if, if it was made for Eldritch Knights or if it's there's something a great spirit living inside of it. I guess you guys probably poked at me a lot while I was unconscious.
5: Eh, just a couple times. Okay. The tree that's behind us kind of creaks a little bit from all the cracks in it.
1: <laughs> well, I guess if there's a, an entity inside the sword, um, I guess we'll have to see. I mean, I did bond with it properly, so I guess it's not opposed to fighting for Aglarond. I mean, hopefully that's it's good. benign. I mean wasn't it
3: in the wasn't it used by a fellow soldier of aglaron
1: before like yes supposedly it's got a, a pedigree of fighting on our side whatever that means my mouth hurts i don't know what it is and he puts his hand up to his scar where he literally can reach through and feel his teeth through where normal people have a cheek. In just a couple spots. Um, that's weird. I must have. Ground my teeth or something. Did you guys notice anything while I was out?
4: Your teeth were kind of glowy. Stuart. Yeah.
1: These teeth. I mean I think I've told you you all. But um. You know I, I was out with my first squad. And we got ambushed. I know something big hit me. And when I woke up. I had these teeth. Apparently, you know, some passing healer had fixed my face with them. you hmm. um, did do always, a
4: great job, I'm just saying.
1: Well, they're not great as replacement teeth, but I had never been great at magic before. And ever since I woke up with these crystals in my mouth, it's just come naturally, naturally to me. And I guess I just was taking it for granted. And, um.
3: Wait, wait, you were taking your new stone teeth for grammets? Ah! Uh,
2: yes, yeah, exactly.
1: I don't More
0: know. inspiration.
1: So, I, I mean, I was glad to finally have a greater touch with the magic that many Aglarondians have. Um, but maybe they also were part of the reason why it took so long for me to bond the sword maybe there's i don't know i just i'd really like to find out who put them in my mouth and why um uh, because they're they can be removed but when they went to remove them it, it was immediately clear that i could feel my connection with them like i would lose my magic the magic that they were granting me and i would still just have a hole in my face where they were so getting them taken out is you know not the best choice um and i kind of i mean i like that i can you know that i'm a stronger fighter you know that i have all these cool powers that i didn't have before you know that i'm unlocking over time but i would like i, I mean have any of you ever heard of anyone using crystals in this way to heal people I mean, have you met anyone with like a crystal hand or a crystal kidney or something?
3: I do not know any uh, amateur or professional mad wizard dentists that run around replacing people's teeth with gems that contain the essence of the teeth. No. Sorry. All out. Don't know any
0: of those.
2: All right. All right. Mira ever heard anything like that.
0: Make some checks. Just If you're using a skill that seems a little weird, you'll need to justify it. I mean, my master certainly told me the power that certain
4: crystals can have. I mean, it's not unusual for something like that to be uniquely powerful.
6: Our legends speak of crystals that would levitate themselves around a user's being. Perhaps it is something like that.
4: Uh, those are just Iune stones.
2: I'm trying to think if anyone has actually done uh, crystal dentistry before. I, I think I've seen something about people mining crystals to try and use to treat people, but I never really knew if that was effective or not.
0: So what you do recall, Mira, is uh, the legend of Hafnir Stonehand, who was a dwarven warrior of great importance a while back. And reputedly, uh, she had lost one of her hands in an accident at the forge, and had it replaced with a crystal hand.
2: Oh yeah, well, there's half-near stone stone hands, stone hand, stone hand, Mm. stone hand. But of course, it's really that's really more of a legend, more of an anecdote, more of an n of one kind of situation. I wouldn't put too much stock into that. This is, and she kind of peers it, and it reaches out and actually grabs uh, Victor's face to sort of eyeball the the, the implants. This is unusual.
0: With that with medicine check, you can also tell that they were they replaced his teeth with a precision that is not achievable without magic
2: let me tell you you had a really great dentist (laughs) this is great work
3: you know who else might know things about this though
4: the
1: dwarves
3: they're all about you know let's use rocks for weird shits like yeah
1: and you did say that there was at least a legend of a dwarf that had a crystal prosthesis um There
4: are are many spells that that use crystals as focusing agents or as control agents, right? Like most golems tend to be controlled by uh, a crystal devices. So
0: Mm. wildfire, you also when you reach out with your arcane senses to kind of feel around uh, Victor's aura and whatever, you get a magical signal coming, not signal, magical signature from his teeth that uh, exactly matches the one from the sword.
4: Hmm. <clears throat> That's interesting. The sword and your teeth seem to have a similar magical trace.
1: Like, um... That is strange. were both created by the same person?
4: Perhaps, or perhaps I didn't pay particular attention to the sword beforehand. Perhaps the sword is now somehow matching you in some way.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, it... <clears throat> It does feel different than my previous sword bonds, even in training. When I, I have bonded with magical swords before, just to get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this nothing like this ever happened before. Um, I mean, I guess I guess it's a boon. Um, I don't know. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but I would like to get the get to the bottom of this now that it's affecting my life more than just, you know, allowing me to successfully cast a few cantrips. I don't want to... I mean, you know, worst case scenario, these crystals will control me like a golem and I'll betray you at some point.
2: We prepared prepared for that eventuality.
3: (laughs) We we even filled out the paperwork because uh, we were not sure what was going to happen at the far side of this, Uh, so we just didn't date our assignment yet. Or put necessarily actually,
4: if you could sign actually right here indicating that it, this wasn't our fault, I think that might really go a long way to kind of recovering our identity as a group.
1: Uh, let me have my lawyer take a look at that. I mean,
2: <laughs> consent to whatever treatment that we uh, render unto you and uh, that we can bill your insurance.
4: Yes. If it just gives a simple power of attorney. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I think that we should speak to the dwarves about it uh, as we pass through that way. And then after we have done whatever this business is in the sands, then uh, perhaps we start looking for, uh, you know, magical uh,
1: dentists.
3: (laughs) I would be happy to help you, my friend, once our uh, obligation
1: to Aguilaron is complete. I appreciate that. And the one nice thing is, you know, it's pretty obvious what was done to me. So if someone that's familiar with it sees me, they might... They might come up to me and say, Hey, you got the same thing my cousin got, just in purple. So I like your smile. Maybe that'll be the lead that I need. Is it,
4: it just fucking Invisaligners, is what it is? Ooh, what
2: magical <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Invisaligners are pretty great. There you that go. Is, you got it at a great price, Victor.
0: Yeah, all he had to pay for it was getting mashed in the face by a mall and ruining his jaw and face forever.
2: It's part of the it's it's part of the whole procedure, really.
3: If you say forever, like we won't eventually have access to seventh level spells in regeneration.
5: Right. It'll be great. Okay. I
3: mean wildfire won't,
1: but we will. <laughs> oh yes, we. <laughs> oh anyways. So I guess Victor's looking forward to a, a quiet night um it might be somewhat out of character but he actually doesn't like you know it's just we get moving immediately or anything like that he just kind of sits by the fire and eats a eats a sandwich
2: oh sure now things aren't urgent anymore. i mean if he does that i definitely
5: yeah. scoot next to mira and uh Silvio and wildfire and like so when are we going to jump the captain and kill him for his p- being possessed?
4: We got to get a signature on this paper first.
5: <laughs> ah, damn it. Why didn't we have him
6: sign that weeks ago?
4: I don't I don't know what I was thinking. It would have been everything so much easier.
2: That's an oversight for sure.
3: You know, having this great venison stew with these, you know, locally found mushrooms and onions.
2: Ooh. And Ooh. And just Mark-
3: a sandwich, and we're all just like, I mean, we can all agree that he's being possessed by his jaw
6: now,
4: right? Yeah. I mean, I I think it's clear his jaw doesn't like stew, which is crazy because his stew is
1: amazing. You can Mm -hmm. have soup and sandwich together. It's a classic combination.
2: I think I've heard of the the jaw of Vecna.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) chat. Vecna is just renting
2: out all of her body parts. Vecna runs a vast uh, medical device (laughs) empire.
0: Like, this makes me want to make a cyberpunk character or a Shadowrun character that's a street doc named Vecna.
2: That'd be hilarious. Clean Vecna. Just watch his players come up, make a face, and then leave. (laughs) I'm sure you're going to
3: say it has a vast chop shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's not medical enterprise, but you know they're basically two sides of the same coin, right?
2: Kurgosh also raises a, a terrible possibility here, which is that uh, that all this dental work is courtesy of the Cambion.
1: Oh.
5: Mm. Damn, th- those those outsiders playing the long con here. <laughs> First I, I disguise
2: myself as a dental device. <laughs> <laughs> they get implanted.
3: Nice. <laughs> we get our second loyalty card before he reveals. Right.
0: <laughs> Ooh, deep cut. Deep cut. <laughs> All right.
6: Well,
2: shall we establish watch for the evening? Yep. Indeed. Maybe we should suggest that he should he should rest the whole time. That's He's probably really best. Really exhausted. All right.
0: <laughs> Night passes uneventfully Mm. Uh, Victor is assailed by a lot of really weird dreams that he doesn't quite remember when he wakes up
3: Hey Paige I have a quick question before we we let night pass So Goose is still having trouble moving around Is that something that magic can help with or is it just time?
0: It's It's just just time time. at this point
3: Oh right, he sounds good to me Then I go the fuck to sleep
5: but that was definitely one of the things we've discussed is like hey she needs to kibosh the whole trying to get up and move so hopefully by the time we get to the Dorvan kingdoms she will be more or less uh, over her the worst of her injuries when he says kingdom
3: definitely is
5: it a
0: kingdom or is it a queendom Make me an, I know I, shit about the Dwarven cultural structure in the area role.
3: I wander over Samira. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, bonsoir. Um. <laughs> do, do better. Ah, uh, you're the best. I was going to also ask, have you been up and up on Dwarven politics? Because I just realized we have, you know, decided to attach our, uh, you know, our hitch to this. And, uh, I don't actually remember if it's a king or a
2: queen that's in charge right now i've spent some time in that area i think it was a is your history better than a three no great <laughs> <I'm pretty good>. <laughs> <laughs> and i lay a, a a a reassuring hand on your shoulder for an extra d4 should you need it
3: all right well i will take a 17 plus
2: a d4 <laughs> wildfire casually Casually like, oh. Uh, I look uh, over
0: uh. and answer their question.
2: Stop. God, you're not playing Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, inspiration, sir. Uh, yeah, so Wildfire... You know you the answer weird. is it's a queendom, but, but it's complicated.
2: complicated. Hmm. How is so,
0: it uh, Well, it's complicated because uh, the woman who was in line for the throne decided instead to have a power-sharing agreement with her younger sister, and uh, so these two sisters are basically co-queens. I mean, it's functioning up episode the sister-sister, right? There's one
4: sister who is the queen, who is sharing power with her other sister. It's been that way for ten years now.
3: These are the, uh, uh, the older ten queens, aren't
0: right. they? Yes. You've heard, you've heard the song, right? They're not what exactly twins, but yeah.
2: Are you sure? Uh, I, thought were, I thought they were Tia and Tamara.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: you've
0: They're heard not... the song, though, right? That's... Wildfire, you uh, recall that their names are Brangian and Freya.
2: It's not nearly as exciting. Uh, Brangian is... and
0: Freya, I think, are perhaps their names. Yeah, Brangian is the correctly. older sister, and Freya is the younger sister.
1: Well... We probably should make sure we call them by the right names, because if Brandy is the current queen and we ask Freya for a boon, she might get a little myth with us. Mm. Mm. Maybe well, they're,
0: they're co-queening.
1: They're like they both are on the throne at the same time, or one goes Ooh. adventures for a while? No, at the same time.
0: Well, so Wildfire would recall that both of them have left the uh, the mountains of Aglaron to adventure for quite a bit. And they are relatively seasoned adventurers, but they're in kind of the latter third of their life, uh, kind of the late end of middle age or the the beginning of old age. And uh, they're at home much more often now.
4: They're really just split duties, right? Like, one of them will handle this this week, and one of them will handle this this week, and... You know, you really want Brangian to be the one who's ruling over you, who's ju- making judgment decisions. She's much fairer, honestly. Brangian definitely the but, way to go. With a but,
0: 22, you recall that Brangian is a paladin. and see, uh, see what I'm saying? And her sister is uh, sort of the wild child. Freya, right? right? Freya, Freya, yeah.
4: Freya. But know. if you want a party, Freya is the place to be. I think
5: perhaps,
2: perhaps we
3: could, could maybe better
2: persuade but, but I don't
5: know. Persuaded. Perhaps we can see <laughs> Yeah, like, Ross falls asleep during all of this politic talks, this is real stuff. <laughs> For him, at least. He's just... Uh, not interested. Definitely the Dwarven Kingdoms, or something.
0: <laughs> uh, Joe, you recall that Freya is a wizard. Ah,
4: excellent! Yes, it's really the best kind of people, ultimately.
1: <laughs> uh, so, do we get through this night safely?
0: Absolutely, Hagloron's a beautiful place and very nice. safe.
1: <laughs> so, after a uh, taking a possession break, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll continue through the the plains.
0: Okay, as you travel, you see Umbergoth, the biggest mountain in Aglarond, rising up uh, on your right as you head kind of north-ish in that direction. Uh, and it's, it's a big honking mountain so that even in the summer, the, uh, the highest peaks have snow on them. But down at your elevation, it is rather lovely. There are flowers blooming, and uh, the heat of summer is pleasant upon you. Uh, without too much trouble, you uh, follow the path, and you uh, get to follow parents' directions. And ahead of you, you see just uh, alone, out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, a, uh, a curious little house. It looks about like what Perrin told you the, the Reshemi witch lived in.
3: Please don't no chicken legs. Please don't no chicken legs. Please don't no chicken legs. Please don't <sighs> no chicken legs.
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: you,
2: do not, underground.
0: you do not see any chicken legs. Well,
4: that's good. I, I like not
0: seeing chicken legs.
2: <clears throat> so they pop out.
0: Right, but
4: I like not seeing them right now. Right? Right. I think if they pop out later, I mean, that's, that's later. Right? Let's we'll yeah. not worry about it then.
3: Are you saying this is a future wildfire problem?
4: Exactly. I walk up and knock on the door.
3: But Silvio walks up as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, right. it's got a uh, stairs on the front, and you walk up. There's all kinds of like herbs drying on strings on the the front porch. You knock on the door, and uh, uh, a a little window, little slide slide to the side window, and the door opens. And a uh, brown and white owl looks out the, the hole rather curiously and goes, Who? Uh, we
3: are foresters of around uh, wandering through and wanted to speak with the owner of the home. Who? Uh, I am Sulio Donatu, and this is my uh, companion, Wildfire. And there are uh, three others among us that are not quite at the door.
0: The slidey thing slides shut. I will yeah. hang back a little
3: bit
5: just to make sure we're not ambushed from behind by anything. Hmm. You're get...
0: so suspicious. My <laughs> feelings are hurt. You've taught
1: us well, Paige. You've taught I just us don't
0: well. know what you are talking about. <laughs>
1: I'll go up in the general area of the door.
0: All right, in just a couple of moments, the, uh, the door opens, and a... Uh, wait, hang on, what
1: did I do? The door has a hit point now.
0: Attack it! Ooh. There we okay, go. I was afraid I was going to transmute
1: it into
2: a jar. Ooh.
4: <laughs> That'd be a problem.
2: That'd be weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, hang on i mean i hope we play for a minute my map is doing something funny i'll, talk <laughs> I'll give you a topic
4: <laughs> so i will have uh i will have a hewitt to kind of fly around and, and kind of get a feel for the the terrain to to also make sure that we don't get ambushed because that would be problematic
3: do you think perhaps I should have uh, cast a of with animals before I spoke to the owl? Uh, normally, when it says who, I presume that it's actually asking who, but uh, that might have been a, a stretch.
4: No, that felt like the right response. I mean, like, if you're going to send your familiar to go talk to someone, right, like, you just explain the entire situation, that really you can't ask for more than that. I, I,
6: I think it was the right approach. I would like to point out that it does seem a bit odd that you would assume that an owl asking
3: who, is asking who you
6: are. That does not seem normal.
3: I am walking around uh, with a man that is on fire, uh, a man that has large chunks of his face replaced by rocks, and a giant walking lizard, and a uh, very intelligent and smart and clever researcher that seems totally normal compared to the rest of us. So I don't know what you expect from me.
4: Fiona lands on your shoulder and then kind of looks you in the eyes and goes, Who?
3: And it flies away. <laughs> See,
4: with that, I, know I know. It's,
3: not, not, it's not asking me actual who. But <laughs> right. You can tell. You can tell.
0: Except you said Fiona rather. You did definitely did say I say Fiona? Fiona? I did. You're right. I meant to. I was, I was
3: trying really hard not to say, like, I have this past life experience with owls. Where <laughs> very, very um. But uh, back to the character. Uh, so just to uh, remind while well, the door is closed and not uh, not suddenly open with someone appearing at it, we are here to ask about uh, where the artifact is in the seeing sands, right? So, and this witch is supposed to
4: help us find it? Yeah. Yeah, so
2: yes, na- navigate the seeing sands so that we don't, you know, die.
4: Right, uh, so wander it wander for 40 days and 40 nights, so.
2: We
1: could also ask if she had any um, advice about the dwarf situations, but the artifact is definitely the main the main question. All
3: right. And if you are asking, we might as well also ask her if she knows any uh, stone-based dentists.
1: That, <laughs> yes, I would appreciate that.
3: Hmm. Well, I am quite sure that the, ah, the door has already opened. Uh, yes. has, so, bonjour.
0: The door opens and yeah. a woman dressed in robes comes to the door. She's got the same brown and white owl on her her wrist and uh, she says, hmm. uh, greetings foresters. I did not expect any foresters here. How how may I help you?
3: Uh, hello, I was to introduce ourselves to begin with. Uh, I am Silvio. this is uh, Michael Piper Wildfire, our Capitan, uh, Victor. And uh, then back there, uh, the giant uh, lizard is known as Ross. Uh, and then there is uh, also Mira.
2: Doctor. Doctor Mira.
3: Ah, a, a, a thousand apologies. Doctor Mira. Doctor
2: uh, C- Mira Kuroshio.
3: Are we? Uh, anyways, we... Uh, found ourselves given direction that uh, perhaps you might be uh, someone of uh, great wisdom that might be able to help us find something. And if not, uh, then we apologize for disturbing you and your uh, inquisitive owl.
0: She looks at you rather curiously and uh, kind of looks back the trail where you must have come from. And she says, who sent you to me? There's not many folks I trust around here. Perrin sent us, actually. Um, When you say that, her demeanor changes and you see her sort of relax. Ah, yes, yes. Please, please come in. Please come in. And she invites you into a uh, small cabin that uh, looks very pedestrian. It's got, you know. Chicken legs? It's got a loom in one corner. And, uh, you know, a small kitchen. There's a cot on the side. It's just very, um, you know, very simple stuff.
4: The chicken legs are in the basement. We wouldn't see them on the first floor, obviously.
0: Mm -hmm. Obviously. And uh, she uh, has you in and uh, it gestures for someone to look at a closet and pull down some chairs. I will once pull she,
5: down the chairs.
0: Once she has everybody seated, she makes some tea. It's some kind of herbal flavor that's uh, quite pleasant and and hard to place. And she says, "So, uh, my dear friend, Parents sent you. How is
1: he?
4: Not dead anymore.
1: Yes.
0: She her eyes go wide with shock. What? The." Uh... The Citadel was
4: attacked by uh, a number of uh...
1: Thayans.
4: Thain, thank you, Lord. Thayan agents.
1: And their demonic allies. Um, Even with your
0: purely pitiful insights, uh, Wildfire and Victor, uh, you can sense uh, the anger that plays across her face. She says, like, Hmm. Well I I suppose Perrin makes his own choices. I'm glad to hear he's well. Uh why did he send you to me?
4: Maxavier thirty four, thank you for the subscribe. Very appreciated.
1: Ooh, who's that?
0: Who's that?
1: <laughs> what? Yes.
0: Maxavier thirty four, hang on, let's play the celebration music. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
5: Y'all are in for a treat. You brought this upon yourselves.
4: You should definitely turn this one up, Paige. Uh, is it turned up? No, you should turn it up more. Like This one should be a little...
0: <laughs> Yay! Yay! Thank, Thank you for subscribing! <laughs> woo! It's funny
1: because that's, that's my brother. So he <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Max Xavier!
1: Thank you! <laughs> Thank you. Okay, back to the series. <laughs> he got you to dance. He got you to dance, Ron. <laughs> may or may not be filled with regret. <laughs>
0: Worth it. Okay, where were we? Uh, yes. What? What? Why did he send you to me? We need to head into the shifting sands.
4: There is an artifact of there that we believe the uh, Thayans are searching for, and we want to get it first.
1: They care about it dearly. They'll not only kill for it, but they'll also use magic to permanently kill whoever they kill. Wildfire can explain it better.
4: Yeah. They were preparing to use some magics that would stop an individual from being able to be raised from the dead in an effort to make
0: in
4: an effort to make sure that we did not learn what we've already learned. Uh, Sadly, Um, the, the individual, the tiefling who shared us with this information did not make it through the fight, but we think we have enough information to go on, but we do need some, some assistance. The, none of us are particularly familiar with the desert and any assistance you could provide to us, um, would, would be greatly appreciated and would be a great help to all of Aguilaron.
0: Hmm. When I left Rashaman coming to Aglarond, I actually came through Singing Sands and made various friends there. I cannot speak of them, but... The artifact, can you tell me more about it? Uh, it is true, I have enough magic where I could perhaps assist you in locating it. Singing Sands is large. Uh but I have my must have more information than that.
6: We did not know much of it ourselves.
1: We had a note describing it, but I think it's been cleaned too many times. Well, Definitely so it was.
4: Has. It was an. It was an old elven artifact. Uh, I believe it was kept by uh, King Elthrond, if I remember
0: correctly. Um,
4: From a
0: long time ago, then.
4: Something to do with the Shadowfell. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, sadly, the 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 tiefling who has this information had it kind of secondhand. Um, but he was the. For some reason, the Zol'Kir of Conjuration was very interested in it.
0: Uh, another flash of anger lowers her brows. She says, whatever they want, they must not have. Uh, if it was one of old King elphon's artifacts, it wasn't at all connected with the Shadowfell, no. Uh, so I don't know how that is pertinent. It might have been one of the items that connected him to the Feywild. One of the things that Aglarond is protected by is various ancient elven magics that knit our land to the Feywild.
6: Which we it- have encountered them before.
4: Yeah, I think Gar- Gar- Garnot said that uh, it somehow kept the power of the elves, so maybe that maybe that is the, the connection. Hmm.
0: When you say that, Ross, she stands up and goes over to look at you. And she she leans in rather close, kind of getting her face into yours. And she takes a long moment to sort of look at you very discerningly.
5: I mean, he'll sit still. I mean, he is... I, I mean, he is nothing if not respectful to the, the elders who are magic casters. He's been trained
0: well. She looks at Ross real close and says, Yes. Yes, I see you have contacted the Feywild.
6: It has claimed one of our former commanders' lives. We that think.
0: is how the Feywild works. Uh, it is not inimical, perhaps, but it is very different from us and operates with its own wants and needs. And if there is trouble on the prime material or for mortals like us, residents of the Feywild mostly just don't care. But you have been marked by it. I can sense the mark of Fey power upon you.
6: Martin,
0: what way? Well, it seems like it's part of a path. Let me ask you this, rhetorically: Where do you think this path ends? I
6: at the burning sands?
0: No, singing. no, no,
6: singing sands. Hey.
0: Uh, no, I'm not talking about the location of your journey of your trip. I'm talking about your journey.
6: I still want the singing. I mean, I am looking for something, yes, but my journey is on delay until my service is Rendered, no longer necessary, or one year's time has elapsed.
0: Your journey (laughs) is never paused. Never paused. And the things that guide that journey never pause as well. Think about where you want your journey to end, because if you don't know that, you can't possibly get there. Well. I'm sure you will find your own teachers in your own time, I suppose. Victor, did, did you know that Roz was leaving
4: in like six months based on that?
1: Hmm. Hopefully he's not leaving us as in dying.
0: So, I could perhaps build something that would um, seek kinship with anything of uh of great elven power in the singing sands. It would have a somewhat limited range, but I am sorry. I I cannot get the materials for it. But what do you need for it? Well, I...
4: I mean, Ross is a capable individual. I'm sure he can get whatever materials you require.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there some sort of beast innards? Wait, Ross has a surprising store of beast innards. <laughs>
3: Or nope. perhaps a wide variety of loincloths that are required
5: for the resort? Have that? Making more all the time. <laughs> I have my backpack that contains both my beast innard and loincloth collection. A single
4: <laughs> tear.
1: Oh
4: god, Ross, please put that away. Oh,
0: oh, oh, put <laughs> I, that away. Oh. Back in the bag. I need water from the Tarcellus Fountain. And the path for that has been blocked for a while. And I hear that uh, even the fountain itself is. Uh... Well, the last person I know that tried to go there never came back.
4: Paige, have I heard of this Tarcellus fountain?
0: You roll,
3: do you roll things other than 22, friends? Because, like, <laughs> I
4: I'm would... cool with it.
1: Yeah. Or do I know of this Tarcellus Fountain? Do I know this Tarcellus Fountain? Is it do I, I know,
4: this know of Tarcellus this Tarcellus Fountain? fountain? Is to be it... fair, they were different back-end roles. I mean... do, you,
1: do you guys
0: see the sass that I get? Do you see this?
3: The completely well-deserved <laughs> sass? Yes. On screen for everyone to see.
0: Uh Victor, with your nine athletics, you, you do not gain any information about the Tartellus Mountain.
1: Uh, I maybe people would, you know, carry the water as part of a strengthening ritual.
0: You know, it it's entirely true. That could have been it, but it's not. Or uh, perhaps
1: the water had been banned as an illegal substance in comprehension. Sure, sure.
0: Uh, all right, so uh, oh, yeah. so we've got some different roles going on. Sylvia, uh, Tarselius is the elven deity of streams, lakes, and rivers.
3: Ooh, ah. uh,
0: And uh, any fountain sacred to them is likely to be a place of great power. Uh, Wildfire, um, mm-hmm. you. So you realize there's an element of sympathetic magic here. Whatever she needs to empower this thing has to be at least somewhat related to the thing she's trying to find. Sure. So, uh, so her technique and theory seem sound, the building of, uh, devices to track stuff down like that is just not the kind of magic you studied, but it's certainly something that can be done. Uh, Mira, uh, Tarcelius, you know, is one of the minor gods of the Seldarine, the Elven, Elven gods. Uh, and historically they have been, um, a patron of the wild areas. And so why, well, they are not, um, they're not a deity that believes in safety. They believe that the wild areas should remain wild. And I think we're going to have to wait till next week to learn more about the Tarsilius fountain because in the meantime, we have a giveaway to give away. Mm-hmm.
5: All right. So we've gotten a number of entries here. I'm going to see if Mubot. Let's find out how Mubot works together. Shall we? I'm going to push this button. <laughs> All right. So uh, do I, do I announce this? How do I announce it? Uh, All right, so according to Mubot, our giveaway winner is DangoYet!
2: DangoYet! Let's
5: see, it's that one.
2: That thing. No. Yes! Yes! No, it worked! You did it twice! Yay! Yay.
0: Uh, All right, so, uh, DangoYet, you have won a free copy of the newest adventure I have written which just came out on the DMs Guild today. I'm very helpfully looking at your text as if you could see me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Should look at the camera. Uh, Anyhow, it just came out today. In order for me to send you this adventure, I need to have an email address where the DMs Guild can send it to you. So if you would uh, either um, send your email address to our Twitter account, or to featsandfables at gmail.com I'll see that you get your adventure
5: don't ask me to spell it for you
0: no TSA
3: that's
0: GM just stop just stop all right, well, that uh, that ends our show today. Thank you everyone for joining us on this adventure. Why do I not have music? Okay, there it goes. Thank you everyone for joining us on this particular adventure. Uh, please, if you can, follow, subscribe on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon, at least like us on iTunes. You can find us at Feats and Fables on each of these platforms. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod at Encomtech.com as served by Roll20. The music be licensed under Creative Commons 3.0 by attribution. Uh, we would like to thank our listeners and supporters, particularly Coda has the list
5: uh yeah we've got our newest subscriber everybody max xavier as well. xavier! We're on stream here with our crazy awesome dances um please be sure to hit that follow and you too can get a dance of your very own thank you old so tiger um, we've also got uh kurgash yet uh max xavier uh, just to name a few, everybody in chat tonight, thank you so much for
0: joining us. So, please join us again next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to learn more about the Fountain of Tarcelius And follow us to Wait, well,
2: we also. Oh, old, old Slow Tiger, a dance now?
0: Oh, um, yeah, We yeah. do. Look, me
2: get yep. music on. Put the music on. Dance monkeys, right. dance!
3: dance. We, we gotta stop in this with a dance. Yes. There we go.
1: Is there also any other time in the future when they might be able to watch this page?
0: Oh, that yes! One more well, thing! We're doing a special Halloween show where everybody is playing bad guys. Join us from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. in the afternoon on Halloween! You know, like, what do you mean? Everybody's bad guys. We got a werewolf, we got a zombie, we got a, a mummy, rather, we got a mind slayer, we got a
2: morally ambiguous. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Alright, see you
4: folks.